Wow, that was magical. It really is. When she's smashing the glasses at the end. Yes. When thinking about the perfect song to throw us into the roaring 2021 <laughs> together in Washington, D.C. during the revolution, we thought Babushka and Kate Bush just... It just really set the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're both Babushka sitting here together, not on Zoom this time. Yes, we're finally reunited after how long? Ten months? Ten months? Well, it didn't feel no, that we're long. still friends. It didn't. <laughs> we've we've known each other longer distance than we've known together, but... That makes me emo, but here we are, sitting on the carpeted floor of Varsity on K. Exposing where we live. <laughs> Exposing where we live? <laughs> no. Ah! We don't live here. What are you talking about? We don't live here. No, no, no. Um, we live in... <laughs> 
the hospital. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. We did look at our listeners before this, and we know that now our dedicated nine possible listeners, three consistent listeners, yep. 99 from the United States and 1% from the Philippines. Whoever you are in the Philippines, we appreciate you. Yeah, we love the support. Salamat po. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Thank you. Salamat. Uh, I feel like I should learn something. Now it's, it's our next quest. Yes. Um, but yeah, so now we're together. Uh, we wanted to say what our living situation looks like, a little preview yes. of these next episodes. Um, but we currently have two one-bedroom apartments, mm-hmm. very roomy. We have our desks, our virtual learning stations, mm-hmm. a kitchen. Yes. Mallory has been chefing it up, and I cooked pasta. <laughs> <laughs> but so Mallory lives with Callista, and some of you may know Callista's name because we are obsessed with her, and she lived yes. in the six with Natalie. Natalie has been here before. Yeah, Natalie was actually on our most popular episode the ever. most popular episode <laughs> ever by far yeah listen to it it's on spotify um and who are you living with Ruby? i live with sylvia she was on the sailing team and so we just have our beds like facing each other so i can say good night sylvia and she says good night ruby <laughs> and then she curls into her little burrito and i started doing it too we like burrito in our beds like <laughs> blankets over our heads watching tiktoks and then i just hear her giggling like she hears me giggling she's like if it's funny you better send it to me <laughs> i love that dynamic. it works it's the scorpio cancer vibe yeah and here we've got the cancer pisces vibe so mm-hmm. we're living in our own fantasy world we really are like the stars align this we're so compatible and as sylvia told me she says before i left why don't you just talk about the fact that I don't believe in astrology, but I'm still the perfect Scorpio on the show today. I think you could do that for an hour. And I said, I'll mention it. So, yeah, Sylvia, this is for you. I think that's, like, the biggest flex is that we, like, texted Sylvia <laughs> over quarantine and we're, like, download CoStar. Like, we want to know, like, your mm-hmm. signs. And she was so against it. Yep. And then she rolls up before Ruby gets here. And we sit down on the couch and I just have, like, a three-hour discussion with her and Callista about astrology. And now she is... She's such she, an equal astrology girl. She claims she doesn't believe it, but at the same time, it fits so perfectly. And I think she recognizes that. But once she believes it, then that means it's real. And <laughs> her science mind cannot do that. Yeah. But, like, to be fair, if I was a Scorpio, like, I would never <laughs> deny astrology because, like, that's so cool. I know. Scorpio sun, Taurus moon, Scorpio rising. <laughs> <laughs> She's very proud of her double Scorpio. The double and- that's like Ruby. I'm a double Cancer, Cancer Moon, Cancer Sun, Pisces Rising. Yeah, I'm not a double anything, but she has a good alignment. I like your big three. I don't know Callista's. Wait, she has Gemini in her Moon, right? No, no, no. Callista has Leo Moon. I think. Uh, so perfect. I don't know. We'll discuss when. But basically, when comes on this show. is all to say that Callista and Sylvia will be guests soon. Yeah. They will be interviewed live. I do love the virtual recording environment. And the fact that we can, like, interview whoever. But also there's a different energy when you're sitting in a studio. I feel like right now we're sitting in a bit of a too open room. Maybe in the future we need to, like, sit in a closet. A closet really close with, like, one light on. (laughs) Feels like A disco ball in the corner, just like at WRGW. Yeah. CDs lining the shelves. Yeah. Such a vibe in there. It really is. (sighs) But what's happening in D.C. right now, Ruby? Um... They like to say political unrest, but we like to say insurrection. <laughs> yeah. 
it's a bit i feel like we have to discuss this because maybe they'll use this audio recording in a future dbq dbq we are a primary source reporting the news yeah so when we look outside our window well i won't say uh there's not much outside of our window but if we walk down to the gw whole foods there's a nice large what is it like it's I don't know the name of it. Like, people call it a tank, but it's not a tank. <laughs> it's just a really big truck. It has tank vibes. It's like a truck. It, it could definitely camouflage. drive through a building if it wanted to. Yeah. And, and National Guard troops everywhere. They're big guns. I saw a girl take selfies with them. My friend mm. was taking selfies with them, and I'm like, hmm. We are scared of guns in this house. We but... are scared of guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they stand there, blocking off the street, drinking their coffee, not wearing masks. Yep. And if a car tries to turn down, they just smile and... Give Wave them, them the away. They don't like do they're at Disney World. Yeah, let me help you. <laughs> let me help you turn your car around. Go left. You cannot drive past Whole Foods today. No, but we can walk. We, we can, can walk. walk to Whole Foods. We're supposed to be carrying ID and proof of residence, but like my proof of residence is like what a label I cut off a box. Live in DC. My proof of proof of residence is like my Costco card that has my little. I know, right? <laughs> my so you tap you in. You tap the National Guard in. <laughs> yeah. What was it? R.A. Drew said that he saw the National Guard on Grinder. Oh my god. And that sent us over the moon. That's... I will uh, say there's a big army presence on dating apps right now. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. <laughs> Screaming! But... We're surviving the revolution. We're surviving. I know, like, some people are just, like, strolling around living their lives. Ruby, I mean, Ruby did fly into... <laughs> I landed in D.C. while they were starting the Capitol. I was watching it <laughs> on the news as that one dude was parading around on Nancy Pelosi's desk or, like, holding the podium or whatever, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> we were all texting Ruby, and we're like, uh, is this a good time? Like, are you physically going to be able to, like, get an Uber to come here? I was able to get a taxi, though, and the guy did not want to talk to me, and I didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> she made it with her big Hawaiian-printed suitcase. <laughs> He's like, your bags are so heavy, and I'm like, I know, please don't remind me. <laughs> You're like, I'm moving for eight months. I'm what do you want leaving. Me <laughs> but, yeah, you made it, but... Currently for this part two of the uprising, we have bunkered down, meal prepped, ready to not leave for like a week. Yeah, a lot of food prepped. Yeah. I'm ready to just watch on the news and see what happens. Yeah, we're waiting for that text from GW saying like stabbing on the corner of 24th and G or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they'll put curfew. It wouldn't be a stabbing, it'd be a shooting, but we're not (laughs) manifesting that today. (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, fun fact, when my mom came to drop me off, we were staying at a hotel, um, like, right down the street from our apartment, and there was an armed robbery right next door to the hotel, <sighs> and I needed to go steam my shirt <laughs> because we had sorority recruitment, um, <laughs> like, two days later, and I couldn't have a wrinkly shirt for virtual sorority recruitment. Heck no, it's all about presence. No, so um, I... We walked back, and my mom said, why are there, like, eight cop cars and lights <laughs> blinking outside? And I said, you know, if the police are here, that means that, like, they're handling the situation. She's like, Mommy, like, no, I think we should just not go back to the hotel right now. But we knew that it was going to rain the next day, and you, I can't carry my steam shirt through the rain. or It's not going to work. <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> yeah, so we did walk back. We did then get a notification, like, two minutes later saying that there was an armed robbery next door. Um, but you know, it worked out. Got my steam shirt. We didn't get shot. It's just a day in the life it's in the District the of Columbia. <laughs> yeah. So we're just vibing, surviving. I think surviving and making impulsive decisions. 
Yeah. Speaking of impulsive decisions, what did you do, Ruby, the night that you <laughs> It was the second night I arrived. The night I arrived, I ate, like, a ton of soup that Mallory made and then, like, oh. laid in my bed. So good. But I decided, you know what would be a really great way to start the semester? Cutting my own bangs. And so Mallory gave me her best kitchen shears, mm-hmm. her hair dyeing towel, which is still in my room. I have it. I cleaned it. And I looked at a tutorial, I think, on WikiHow. <laughs> And went for it. Chop, chop. Yes. And I think they turned out pretty good. Right now, they're kind of a mess because I blew them dry <laughs> on top of my head so they lay flat like Dwight. <laughs> but we're trying to get them back. I straightened them, and now the room smells like burning hair because <laughs> Sylvia's hair straightener smells like burning hair. <laughs> and that's that. why they're pinned back because it was getting the 80s vibe all like, Phew. But we're working on Mallory's impulsive decisions and trying to encourage her to... Do what, Mallory? Um, mm-hmm. Probably dye my hair again. Currently, my hair, um, it is semi-purple. We did discuss in a previous episode my venture with dyeing my hair purple, it kind of, how it kind of failed. I don't think we addressed the fact that after that, I made my friend Alicia, <laughs> who needs to come on the show soon. She does. Alicia, if you're listening, um, yeah, come on the show, text me. But <laughs> she came over, and I said, um, Alicia, dye my hair purple. And she did. And honestly, what did I, what was I wasting my time with on at the salon? Because Literally, it didn't it show so up good. with Alicia. She's a pro. It, was like, <clears throat> it did. It was very vibrant. And I was ashamed because I didn't like how it looked. So I didn't leave my house for like a week. Then it faded <laughs> and now I really like it. It's really cool. But it's fading now. So we need to re-dye it. Yeah, it's streaky and kind of pink. But <laughs> a skater boy at Trader Joe's did tell Mallory her hair. What did he say? It was sick. Rad. Oh, rad. Rad. I'm like, honestly, biggest compliment. So, if the skater boy likes it, like, he's yeah. cooler than we are. Yeah, we just gotta. I'm waiting for someone on the street of DC to compliment it, but. Yeah, it's just everybody's a little on edge right now. That's why. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're gonna do impulsively. Maybe like Sylvia and Calista need some impulsive decisions, but I think they're I the know. rationally minded roommates. Yeah. I don't. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? You're you're not just gonna do it because you think it? <laughs> I'm like I'm a little afraid of like the permanence of things. I'm like what? We're like stick and poke tattoo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but <laughs> we're young. We're living in a revolution, or I don't want to even say revolution. We're not manifesting that energy. No, Unrest. Well, we want to live in a different type of revolution where like yeah. a utopia emerges. Mm-hmm. Um, a utopia where everyone walks around with dyed hair home cut bangs and tote bags Uh, that's what we want to (laughs) see just literally the entirety of the trader joe's (laughs) but speaking of our roommates speaking of what we've been doing um since we've gotten here there's one song that has been playing nonstop. Nonstop. there's a reason that it's on top of the charts we're unashamed even though we're not usually fans of we don't want to portray ourselves as fans of pop but this pop just hits different it does in the morning calissa and i wake up we say, have you listened to it yet? I've, oh, I've only listened to it once. Okay. Play it on speaker. <laughs> Every day we listen to driver's That's like license. a driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo. That's yes. how Sylvia like, calls me out of the room. She's like, she plays it on the TV and I'm like, red light, stop signs. Okay. So we'll play it and then we'll discuss um, what we, it means to us. And why we chose it. Yeah.
got my driver's license last week Just like we always talked about Cause you were so excited for me To finally drive up to your house But today I drove through the suburbs Crying cause you weren't around And you're probably with that blonde girl Who always made me doubt She's so much older than me She's everything I'm insecure about Yet today I drove through the suburbs Cause how could I ever love someone else? And I know we aren't perfect But I've never felt this way for no one And I just can't imagine how Forever now I drive alone past your street And all my friends are tired Of hearing how much I miss you But I kinda feel sorry for them Cause they'll never know you the way that I do Yet today I drove through the suburbs And pictured I was driving
That spoke to me. It did. She said for he said forever. Now she drives alone past the street. <laughs> TikTok sometimes really pushes out some good songs. Well, yeah. We're like. Sorry, I'm looking at a spot on my sweater because I somehow stained it. Like I do. Anyway, but yeah, so. Driver's license. It's really bringing us together as a room group. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about, I love the fact that it's like, it's breaking the charts because everyone, it speaks to everyone, like regardless of the fact that like Sylvia, it speaks to her even though she doesn't have her driver's license. (laughs) Or like me, it speaks to me even though I've never been through a break. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So we're like, why do we enjoy this song? I don't know. It's the passion. It's the intrigue. It's the red light. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like if you could take babushka and you just like slow it down. It's babushka slowed in reverb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that makes us think of things like the driver's license for Olivia Rodrigo. It gave her the opportunity to drive past his house. And he said that he wanted her to get her driver's license so she could come visit him. For us, mm-hmm. we want our driver's license, or we have a driver's license, so we can go on a road trip. Yes. So this episode, we were talking about um, making a list of yeah. manifestation items for 2021 because there's so many things that, I mean, obviously, we still can't do a lot because of the pandemic, but there's so many things that we've, like, missed out on in the past yeah. year. Um, and now that we're back together, there's so what many things that we can together? do. Yeah. So we kind of just have an outline of what we like and what we do. Surviving the revolution or the uprising is one of them. A driver's license. And that leads to us wanting to go on a road trip and where we want to go. Yeah, where do you want to go? I think that our first stop should be Bucks County, Pennsylvania, historic Washington (laughs) Crossing. And we go on a run through the canal. Oh, my gosh. squishy leaves beneath our feet. (laughs) Stinky running beside us. Stinky. Stinky, honestly, she is... Stinky's my dog. She um she's a fast like literally we put her in the backyard. We have like a pretty good back sized backyard, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, rural area. She goes around and she like runs in this huge circle and she's running so fast that like, you can like, like barely see her. It makes you dizzy. She goes so fast. But when you go on a run, if she's not like out of focus because of like the squirrels or whatever like i could have her like pull me down the canal we could oh, be going wow. at like a PR. seven minute pace i'm like okay sticky it's like she's a horse she's a horse <laughs> pulling you along yeah but i think that's a great idea yeah. i think definitely we need to at some point in the next eight months get out of the city drive to pennsylvania yep drive to new jersey take you new to all jersey. the spots yes yeah. see chris yeah Chris, this is shout out to Chris, right? Do you think he listens to the show? I think we think that he listens to the show. We hope he does. Chris better be listening. We'll tell him to listen to this episode. (laughs) He's got a shout out. Yes, but we talk, Calissa and I talked to Chris on the phone last night. We had a nice, like, three-hour bonding call with him. And we talked about visiting New Jersey because he lives at the beach. So we could go see him at the beach. Yes. We go to TC&J, which is near my house. So, all of the things to do. Beautiful Pennsylvania. Beautiful Pennsylvania. <laughs> we'll make it happen. And then we'll get in a car eventually. Who knows when this will happen, but we'll drive across the country. To a Vatican Library. <laughs> yeah, Grapes of Wrath style. <laughs> Grapes of Wrath. Minus the time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, we can drive to Broadigan's Library. We can drive to – I just want to go to the West Coast. Me too. 
I want to just drive through national parks and yeah, eventually reach California. Yeah, and I want to go to like Calista lives in Nashville. Yeah, I want to go to Nashville. That'd I'm, be fun too. I want to go in the panties over so we can go honky tonkin. The panties, <laughs> the panty, <laughs> the pandemic. The pandemic. Yes, I love that when Miss Rona passes. Miss Rona passes on. <laughs> go honky tonkin, do some yes. line dancing, some get some cowboy boots. I don't know. I don't yes. know what Nashville's like. I've been there. <laughs> Is that but... cultural? This is cultural. Don't cancel Culturally us. I apologize for any insensitive remarks I have made today. <laughs> There's like, I don't know, it's probably Marine One flying over us. It's always yeah. Marine One. Interesting helicopter noises. Mr. Dumpy. <laughs> but he's leaving Wednesday morning, bright and early. But. Yes. Oh, it's definitely more than one <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot happening outside right now. Um, what are some things that, what are some differences in the outside that you've noticed from here versus Hawaii with, like, the culture, the temperature, the people, there, the, the sun is always behind clouds. <sighs> I feel like the first couple of days, I'm like, I'm so tired and sad. And I'm like, oh, I haven't, like, gone outside today. <laughs> I haven't stood in the sun. So we make active motion or active actions, active choices to go outside, go for a walk. Go for a walk. Walk to Trader Joe's. Yes. You know, that's self-care. Yeah, I've been experiencing this since the fall. Mm-hmm. But going for going on a Trader Joe's run, Trader Joe's run. Yeah. Is a form of self-care. It is. Sitting in the line, not talking to anyone, just like focusing on what's in your cart and trying mm-hmm. to like not miss the cash register because they like call you they're like next in line i'm like i never hear them yeah me neither i'm not paying attention (laughs) (laughs) but i think i've bonded with a few cashiers like trading joe's like it's a place to make friends it really is there's no common spaces open on campus trader joe's is the common space trader joe's is our common space (laughs) yeah that's where we go to see and be seen yes same for the covid testing yeah how has covid testing been it's been good. It's really easy. They don't have to stick it up. I, you got to do it yourself. Ruby gets to do it herself. Yeah, I got to do it myself at athletics. And so I just go swap. But I'm so self-conscious because <laughs> she's watching me. This lady behind a glass pane. And then she's like, scrape the insides of your nose more. And I'm like, eh. uh, And then I'm like, don't watch me do this. Don't look at me. Yeah. I feel like I'm like very glad that someone else is doing it for me. Because that's the same thing with like... I feel like piercings or like haircuts or like dyeing my hair, like anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm incapable of doing this myself. But <laughs> if I force someone else to, it'll get done. It'll get done. So I'm reliant on others. Yeah. I have, this week I have to go to Marvin. So like NARP testing or like other people, like not athletics testing. And I'm scared they're going to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I've done it at Marvin a few times. Yeah. Or um, no, at Shankman. And It'll honestly, okay. it's fine. And there's, like, no one there ever. Like, there's only it's ever been, like, town. three people there. Wow. So. I miss groups of people. Yeah. But at least we can be in our small group. It feels, have a little party, which is just us singing driver's license and watching TV. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of watching, oh, no, we'll get to that. That's <laughs> the next segment. Yes. But, oh, I hear Kalista. So, 
That brings us to our next mini segment, or as I'll call it now, a min-seg. Min-seg. <laughs> and this is The Potential Breakup Song by Ali and AJ. And they recently released an explicit version, which we sadly cannot play today. But recommend to look it up, and we'll talk more about why that's important to us with our next manifestation segment. Yes. Mini- Man-min-seg. Manifestation <laughs> mini-segment.
Mallory and I were saying that we want to know what Allie and AJ experienced. Like, yeah. why were they so angry? Well, I think it was a potential one. Potent- the potential breakup song, but they write with such a fervor that it makes you wonder, was this actually the incident yeah. that occurred? But <laughs> the potential breakup song, it really, it's, it speaks to me. It spoke to me since I discovered it with the lovely Ann Johnson oh, Ann. when we were in sixth and seventh grade. We had Disney sing it on the Wii at her house, and <laughs> we would go to her basement, and we would sing, and she always did better than me. Rude. Um, because she's a good singer or whatever. <laughs> she did get Chip in the school play, Beauty and the Beast. Shout oh. out. But we would sing it, and we learned all the lyrics, and it just spoke to us, and, like, there were other songs that we could sing, too. We sang, like, a few other Ally and AJ, but, like... Mostly we just sang potential breakup song over and over and over and over again. And it's resonated for now, what, seven years? (laughs) Wow. And it kind of came full circle, too, because they released the explicit version. Mm -hmm. And you and Anne were able to bond over that as you drove to Philly. (laughs) Yeah, we were like, it was like the night before I left to come back to D.C. And Anne was in St. Louis all fall. And then she came back for like a few days for winter break. And then I left like pretty early on winter break to come back to DC. So we had like a week maybe together. Yeah. Um, so that night we're like, once it comes out, we're going to just drive around together and jam to it. So we drove like <laughs> 45 minutes to Philly listening to it. And it was, it was a time. It was cathartic. Yeah. Cathartic. So. Yeah. What about you? How did you listen to the explicit version? I think I went on a run and I was like, ah! Because I was at home and I didn't really have anybody to listen to it with. So, but the, it gave you I power. have a good story, but it made me feel empowered because they're like, I want my back. I'm like, yes, she needs her stuff back. <laughs> she needs I'm to- putting myself in your shoes. I don't know what you're experiencing, but I resonate and I feel that for you. It's like Eliza with her $80. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She just wants it back. Yeah. And maybe the stuff is a metaphor. Yeah. She wants her time back. Her she time. wants everything she put into the relationship back. She gave him so much love and he gave her nothing. Yeah. So speaking of that, <laughs> how does that fit into our manifesting list? I think we're manifesting a breakup in some means, but the breakup insinuates a relationship of some sorts for any of us four. Any of us, just one of the four. Just one of us. Um, It'll probably be Calista or Sylvia first, TBH. <laughs> yeah, they just have like an aura about them that I feel like would drop the Scorpio Pisces energy. <laughs> yeah, but like I feel like that's something that you know I made. I like to make playlists and like look mm-hmm. through my music, and a lot of my music, um, my music, <laughs> my songs, my playlist, my music that I listen to is about breakups and heartbreak. And I, I don't know why, but no. it speaks to me. And I want it, it to speak to me even more. So manifesting yeah. a breakup for 2021. When we song. only listen to female artists, we refuse to listen to men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except Andrew <A-U-J. laughs> Except, um, yeah. Yeah. The men that give us hope. The men that give us hope. Which yeah. we'll close on. We will close on that. <sighs> but, just any of us. <laughs> just something. Just something exciting. I feel like we've been in DC for like over a week and school is exhausting. <laughs> Our one week of school. Right Our one now, week of school really took us out. <laughs> yeah, we're currently on a Monday when we literally don't even have school. We yeah. also have off on Wednesday, but we're already exhausted from school. I know. The thought of a full week next week just sounds horrible. Oh, yes. Uh. Um, 
how have you found classes comparatively here versus at home? Oh my gosh, it's so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's tiring because I feel like my classes are just longer this Mm -hmm. semester. I don't know why. Chinese is horrifying. Like, it gives me, like, diarrhea beforehand. I'm, like, (laughs) so horrified by it. But, like, most of my classes are on Zoom because we got Zoom now at GW. Mm -hmm. And, like, teachers are, like, guilty on turning your camera on. I always have my camera on anyway because it's the only way I pay attention. Mm -hmm. But she's, like, I would really love to see your faces and remember that I am engaging with humans and not just a screen. And I'm like, ah, anything for you. Anything, yeah, it's yeah. your people pleasing, like yeah. mixed with your like anxiety but and your like my uh, desire to conform. Yeah, I don't what know. I feel like my classes, like, I think we just need to get into a routine for them. Yeah. Um, but last semester, like, I feel like it was like so chill, and like they weren't consuming. But now they feel a little more consuming. It feels more real now that we're like on campus and like in DC and on the same time same time zone. So yeah, and like, like everyone when we go around, they're like, "Where's everyone tuning in from?" Everyone's like, "DC, DC, DC, DC." Well, and like, last yes. semester, like no one was in yeah. DC. Yeah, so. it's kind of hopeful, nice. Yeah, feels more normal, but also the normal is scary. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do when I have to go back to a real classroom. <laughs> yeah, if I have to get up and go to a 935 and walk there. Walk there, engage with people, see people on the street. Yeah, no, luckily. I don't want to run into people. Every class that I've had, like, this fall and this spring before 10 a.m., the professors have just, like, decided, like, we're not going to do that. Like, it's going to be asynchronous. It's <laughs> so I'm, like, vibing with that. <laughs> it is pretty nice. Yeah, I, I appreciate them. Thank you, profs. Thank you, professor. Yeah, honestly, the professors are doing the most. I they can't really imagine. Are. I'm really, like, touched by it, honestly. Yeah, and I feel like all, like, teachers and everything like that, like, it's, you know, like, they kind of get into the routine. They have the lesson plans. They figure it out after a few years. So, like, after those first few years, like, you kind of have your flow and it's stress-free. But, like, the first mm-hmm. year is, like, terrible and yeah. so much work. And they've had that repeated like three times now <laughs> like they have to keep reworking their stuff it's, yeah i feel i feel for them it's hard but they're really getting used to the breakout rooms the zoom functions yeah mallory has a hip and hopping professor which one isn't the one that used transitions oh yes yeah okay well there's one i need to shout out two of them one of them alexander dent the head of the anthropology department um i'm taking like anthropology of language and he records his classes as podcasts and honestly i'm like that's so cool i know and i mean like his job is around like music and sound programming and stuff so it makes sense that he would yeah. be good at that but i'm like can you give us a little little help with this a podcast little. because a little inspiration yeah he like has his like music fade in and out and his voice sounds like it's like echoing and i'm like why is this so cool at like 9 a.m like i'm listening to this like, i look forward to that yeah and then my history professor i wish i remembered his name but <laughs> he's very cool and i want to shout him out too because he recorded his lecture he like he says that we have to have live lectures, so he pre-records his videos, and then we go on Zoom, and we watch the pre-recorded videos together, which honestly I like, because it makes me yeah. watch them live, but he, like, filmed his lecture with a green screen background <laughs> of the boat that people, like, sold, <laughs> sailed over to America on, and he was, like, standing in front of it, and he uses, like, iMovies, and it's, like, a ripple as he, like, goes between himself and whatever. He's so emotive, too. He makes, like, yeah. U.S. history so interesting. Oh, um, so. you're on the opposite side. Yeah, professors doing the It's most. going pretty well. I think everybody's just kind of, like, accepted this is the reality for now, and I think I saw a TikTok that was, like, 
guys, every day we're alive. It's one day closer to this being over. Like, yeah. Um, so we're hoping, like, maybe one day the pandemic will be over. Yeah. And as the vaccines are getting, like, we walk by on the way to COVID testing or, like, the grocery mm-hmm. store. Like, we walk by the COVID vaccine site. Yeah. And, like, in Georgetown, like, go on our run. There's, like, free COVID testing, yeah. like, at the waterfront. Like, it's seen, like it's so different than, like, the hopelessness mm-hmm. that it was, yeah, like, a few like, months ago. Really, it was when the COVID tent first appeared at the hospital. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was horrifying. Yeah. It's so weird to think, though, that, like, I remember when we were leaving, Natalie was wearing like her mask and, and we're like oh my god she's like <laughs> she's, she's she's taking it so seriously like the government said that masks don't work and we don't need to wear them yeah we were sheep natalie we were never sheep, been a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> natalie was right yeah i remember she texted us she's like guys we're giving out masks in kogan the line is like three hours but i'm waiting in it and i'm like no yeah the rona flu will not get here the flu <laughs> Like, it's not coming to America. It's not coming to America. It'll stop. It's just inevitable. Mm. Yeah. And pandemics, we can still function through a pandemic. Yeah. Well. At least on Wednesday, things will change. Yeah. It's gone by Wednesday, right? <laughs> That's what the Democrats, the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping, I'm interested to see, though, like, is there going to be some big, like, crackdown now? Because I yeah. feel like that's something that my prediction is that like nobody is going to campaign especially like moderates aren't going to campaign on um a super big shutdown because then mm-hmm. they're not going to win yeah. over some votes and people like don't want to have to like yeah get stuck in their houses but now that like they're here are they going to pass something and be like okay guys let's pull a literally every other country in the world and Literally. just like stay inside for a little bit and yeah. be done with this honestly i'd be very okay i'm okay with that like we have our balcony you can come to our balcony yeah. <laughs> and breathe the air. Ruby has a balcony. Yeah, and you know what? Give us time to continue our bonding and our, as we like to say, we're manifesting female empowerment. Yes. Um, what does that lead us into? Our next segment, which is the song that is very near and dear to our hearts right now because it is all about Sylvia's obsession with the chicks. Yes. She loves them. They're her favorite. She made, she's listened to every single one of their albums <laughs> and made the top list of like all of her favorites. So, this is one of their newer songs. It's called Gaslighter. Yeah, and it just, like, fills you with so much, like, female power and energy. Yeah. yeah. Gaslighter, denier, doing anything to get your ass farther. Gaslighter, big timer, repeating all of the mistakes of your father. We moved to California and we followed your dreams, I believe. Do us part, but you lie, 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 lie. Hollywood welcomed you with open doors. No matter what they gave you, you still wanted more. Acting all above it when our friends divorced. What a lie, 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 lie. You're such a
Doesn't that song, like, fill you with some kind of rage? Yeah. I think that's a theme for a lot of the music. <laughs> rage? Just accounting for emotional instability, perhaps. Is this how we identify feelings, what we've been listening to? Yeah. Like, what does this mean? It says a lot about us. This and, like, astrology memes on Instagram. is like, oh, I guess that's how I'm feeling today. Yeah. Are we easily swayed? No. <laughs> No, not sheep. Yeah. We've established not that. sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sylvia loves that song. Yeah. And it's on our playlist, our roommate playlist, so we can go from driver's license and then to going Gaslighter. Yeah. And another song that we're not gonna play on the radio because it is explicit. Um, and we're not after 8 p.m., so we can't we can't Rip. venture into that. Is London Bridge by Fergie? Oh. But I encourage you, please. Oh my gosh. Turn this off right now. <laughs> Go look up London Bridge. Listen to take that. a pause. It'll pump you up and come back. Yes, that's been like the song. I think that's our song of the month because like a song of the semester. Things change too quickly now to have a yeah. song of the semester. Yeah. But right now it's all about London Bridge and Fergie. Yes, and that's like when I like go on my runs. Just like people are like, what is she listening to? Either Lana Del Rey or <laughs> London Bridge by Fergie. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing else. Yes. You go from like a Mariner's apartment complex <laughs> to London Bridge. Yes. No one. in between. Zero to 100 or 100 to zero, depending on how you're viewing it. <laughs> yes. Um, but speaking of female empowerment, roommate bonding, Sylvia, <laughs> what have we been doing these past two days? Um, we have been heavily invested in a show on Amazon Prime called The Wilds, mm-hmm. which Mallory is like, you have to watch this after she did it. And I was like, we'll watch it together. And then we got the other two involved. Yeah. And we was- spent probably like four hours watching it yesterday, four or five hours. Yeah, like each episode is an hour. Um, yeah. It's 10 episodes in total. We watched the entire thing in like two days. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I had like have a problem with like, watching even like one episode like i've been trying to watch bridgerton yeah I'm typing it up and i got like 15 minutes in mm-hmm. and then my attention said nope yeah i have um, to be doing something but the wild is just like it it has something bingeable it's like, like a movie divided into episodes yeah and it's also like i was explaining to them like i'm not the type of person that can like watch a show over and over again but this is the type of show that like information is revealed after every episode mm-hmm. and then so much is also unknown so it's the type of show that you can watch again after knowing yeah. things about certain characters or what's going to happen and then, like, watch for the hints. Yeah. So it's just super interesting. Because you'd be like, Mallory, does this person die? And she'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no. But honestly, I don't know. Everyone needs to go watch it. It was pretty good. And the theme of it was, like, they get put, well, no, I don't want to reveal any spoilers, but the thing is, like, oh how do we explain it without spoiling it but we just accept that we're not 
we're gonna spoil. You can just give them like the thing that's revealed at the end of the first episode. Like I feel like that's, yeah. that's the basis of the show. They're stuck on an island after a plane crash, mm-hmm. and all these women have like an underlying common denominator. And they're all like they're all teenage girls mm-hmm. with issues. With issues, and like it's kind of like a critique on society or analysis on. Mm-hmm. Um, like teenage girls in America and you know what they're dealing with and then they're put it's putting them in this situation that's literally like they're stranded it's life or death they're facing yeah. all of these like yeah conflicts but then at the same time it's flashing back to their like home life and the problems they're having there and they're like wait why is this traumatic experience being stuck on an island like a release for them like why is yeah. this better than being a teenager in America Oof. um yeah but and- also like we were saying it's critiques like white feminism. Yeah, it has a big white feminism. Like, if you, it's still, there's a lot of like discourse on like the difference between matriarchal and patriarchal societies. Mm-hmm. But, and the big underlying thing is like how will these girls like form a society and create a hierarchy and social structure? Yeah. Like, will this follow the pursuits of like a patriarchal society or forge their own path? Yeah. But, I would argue that they've already grown up in a patriarchal society, so, like, aren't they already going to be perpetuating those ideals? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's complicated. Maybe if they did it with babies, but that's incredibly unethical. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is unethical. The whole thing's unethical, but why not add just a little bit more? Yeah, but it's, like, I don't know. People that are trying to, like, force these ideas and hypotheses and whatever. It's yeah, in pursuit of their up. own ideas. And- but at the same time, the whole thing, like, for me, I was thinking, like, all of these girls, like, have such, like, a um strength and their like personal like conviction yeah and for me like there's literally none of them that sit there and are like oh i'm okay with anything i'll do what you want to do what are you eating yeah no they're (laughs) all like so aggressive and strong yeah and i'm like i would i would be chilling on this island but they're all like fighting like i feel like we would yeah we'll find a nice place to die or something like we would become friends these girls just like have conflict yeah i know i'm like aren't you guys afraid of like insulting someone else (laughs) are you afraid of hurting people's feelings aren't you afraid i'm like yeah you're on an island stuck and will probably die if you don't do something drastic but also what if she cries what do you do then? Yeah. What if she yells at you? Yeah, yeah that's scarier than dying. That's scary. Conflict is scarier than <laughs> Don't like them hear that. We'll be put on the island and analyzed. <laughs> yeah, we will be the next subjects. Um, but yeah, all of that's to say, Ghost Room the Wilds and Amazon Prime yeah. video, they're getting another season. It brings people together. Yeah. And plus you're following social distancing guidelines and avoiding uprisings, so... Yeah. That's how we justify staying inside all day right now. It's like, we're avoiding the people. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, I I don't really feel, like, I haven't, I didn't go outside for the past, like, full day and now today, which is, like, half a day. And I don't really feel, like, confined because I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> At the end of yesterday, I was like, I need to go for a walk. But right now I'm kind of adjusting. I'm like, oh, this is a good, this is good. I think it's because it's new. Like, if I was had to stay in my room all day at home, I'd lose my mind. But now I have people to talk to. And yeah. A new view out the window and Marine One flying over Yeah. Us. And we can also walk between, like, I can go hang out on the floor of this room or I can go sit in the closet. I know. <laughs> Literally, the closets are comfy. Why? Yeah. <laughs> For why? <laughs> but, yeah, are there any other shows that we need to shout out? 
I know. I really need to watch Bridgerton. I think Bridgerton should be next. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Calista and I were saying that that could be like a roommate show. Yes, that could be. I really like having a roommate show. She said she'll rewatch. We're like a those. little family. Yeah. That's like my parents' love language mm-hmm. is um, saying, get out of the family room. We have the family room. We're going to watch our old, like, old-fashioned British crime shows. <laughs> and they'll sit there for, like, two hours and watch that at night. And they need Aww. they need that time. They need that time to bond. Well, we like to find a family show. We watched Modern Family together. That was oh. cute. Like that? New Girl. The Bachelor. Oh, my gosh. It is Bachelor Monday. Did your parents ever get into The Bachelor? My mom got very into Tasha's season, which was a blessing because it was much more fun. And because we bonded over the mutual hatred of Claire. Oh, yeah. The initial Bachelorette. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. That was a tough season because, like, I tried to, you know, give women the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) Like, but honestly, like, this superseded gender. And Dale (laughs) was just as batshit. Oh, (laughs) crazy. Yeah. But I don't know if I really like Matt that much either. I don't know. He kisses with his eyes open and he just kind of <laughs> stares at the camera. Yeah, I don't know. I like Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria. I think The Bachelor, like, because we watched Peter's season last year. Horrible. We're watching The Matt now. <laughs> Matt season. The Bachelor, like, doesn't speak to me. The Bachelorette. It does, yeah. I like The Bachelorette yeah. a lot. And I think Tasha's season was like so good it was so good these i kind of like hate watch a little bit Mm -hmm. but tasha's season like it was honestly really interesting and she was so sweet and the guys were literally so sweet too she had a good judge of character she didn't like bring out the final four weren't like three horrible dudes and one marriageable man like they were all husband material but it also kind of schemed me out because like i mean i guess that's the concept of the show but the fact that literally everyone was so willing to marry her and at least like yeah when they do that some people like kind of know or like they bring the crazy person to the end. Yeah, like you know they're gonna they're bringing them for the entertainment thing. Yeah, it's kind of an easy thing mm-hmm. to bring someone that you know you're not gonna choose. But she was like kind of stringing some people along. I yeah, it's hard. It's like the ethics of it. Like, isn't this emotional exploitation? Yeah. I but, and then you never really get to hear about her life. But I guess on The yeah. Bachelor, we never heard anything about Peter. Then the Peter was the absolute worst. Yeah. But. But, yeah, that's also the thing. On their one-on-one dates, they, like, reveal all their, like, trauma. Mm-hmm. And then they just, the Bachelorette and the Bachelor, just, they're like, they're damn. Like, oh. Or, like, if they don't, because Ben, last season, I really liked Ben. Ugh. And she was like, Ben, you just don't tell me anything. You're just a closed book. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I wouldn't want to, like, on national television. No, and like, Ben's like, oh, by the way, I hadn't eaten this sort of PTSD, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but you didn't tell me you love me, so <laughs> how do I know that I can trust you? Yeah, I kind of hope that she ends up with him, though. But, like, maybe, no, he could be The Bachelor. Ben would be such a good bachelor. Would that ruin him? Yes, it would, because I used to like Peter until Peter started talking more, and then I was like, (laughs) make Peter stop. Yeah, I think it would get to Ben's head if he was, like, the king. Like, he needs to be the one, like, looking for the queen, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's chasing after her. But I think he'll find love. He'll find, for sure. He has, like, millions of people, like... Literally, could you imagine the applications if he became the bachelor? Like Matt James had so many applications, and we didn't know who he was. Yeah, he's very tall. It's kind of (laughs) scary. He's because Ruby, how tall are you? I'm five one, barely. (laughs) Barely. So next to Matt, you'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) terrifying. Yes. Get smushed. Take too big of a step, and I'm dead. (laughs) Yeah. What's the ideal height difference for you? What do you think is too tall? Um, I think. 
I don't know, six foot's almost too tall. Like, for just being around people that are six foot tall is, like, scary. Yeah. I talked to (laughs) my friend Jason. Um, Shout out, Jason. He's 5'10". And I'm like, yeah, like, I feel like you're such a tall guy. And, like, maybe it's because... Yeah, 5'10 is great. Yeah, I'm like, ideal height. Uh, Maybe it's because I surround myself. (laughs) Petite men. (laughs) Petite men. Including my father, who... (laughs) The the Durkin family. I'm not allowed to comment on my father's height. No, my dad is a strong man. Yeah. He's an incredible athlete. He is, and it doesn't detract from his masculinity or anything, or, like, no. his value as a person. He's so dad, with his height. But I feel like that was, like, growing up, and, like, mm-hmm. now I'm, like, I, I like, associate. I think I don't think of men as being, like, taller than 5'10". I think they're around, like, 5'6". <laughs> the average-sized male. Well, like, um, especially back home, like, these men are tiny. Yeah. You go to church, and it's, like, oh, I can almost make direct eye contact with you guys. <laughs> five foot. But yeah, but Jason's like, I'm not tall. Like, I'm like average, if not like a little short. I'm like five ten. Five ten is perfect. Yes. But and Callista, Callista's a tall girl, I think, because she's what like five. Seven? Yeah. I don't know, but I think of that as tall. So. That is tall. I think anybody over like five two is tall. <laughs> Am I tall? Yeah, actually. Like, you're like 5'4", right? Yeah, I think so. This is, like, I need to measure myself because it's a debate that both Sylvia and Marie, I think, claim that they're, like, 5'4", 5'5". Which, like, they may be, but I always thought that I was, like, 5'3", and I am their height, if not a little taller. Uh, Yeah, honestly, you have tall energy. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't have a judge of height either. I'm like, everyone's the same size, and I see pictures of me next to people, I'm like... I'm never going outside again. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. But at least, you know, I feel like people look better from a above angle. But, like, uh, if I had looking, to look at uh, people from below, I, yeah, I don't want to be. Nope. No, ma'am. Mm, I, I just see but people. But no one's going like, to be looking at you from below. <laughs> nope. So I just look up. Bless. I'm always looking up. Yeah. Those TikToks where they're like, this is what my view is like from 6-7. And you have to, like, <laughs> bend down to reach into the fridge. I'm like... I have to stand on a step stool to get to the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So he's like, why do you have a step stool? We don't need a step stool. Just climb the counters. I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> You're like a small I child. have to get on the step stool to get on the counters. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But as far as things go, it's pretty good. And as we wind up this episode, we have a nice song filled with hope. And Mallory chose this song. Yeah. This song... Um... I don't know, I recent, not recently, a few months ago, I discovered the band AJJ. Um, follow them on Instagram because every, I think, Monday and Thursday, Sean goes on Instagram Live and he plays, like, magical songs. Sometimes he plays, like, songs that are from, like, children's artists that he plays for his child and he, like, but makes them, like, kind of, like, sulky. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just he has a way with his voice where kind of I don't know it feels like comforting Mm -hmm. and a lot of the songs are like critiques of society and very depressing which you know Mm -hmm. my type of music (laughs) but this song is from I think the album is called good luck everybody yeah and it came out in 2018 um so before they even knew what was about what was coming or maybe it came out in 2019 but like right they didn't know it was coming and still it's a song that so perfectly fits in the pandemic and he actually recorded something on instagram live where he changed like the one lyric where it's like in 2020 whenever 
you'll hear the line, oh. but he changes it to like talk about like having hope for 2021. So let us close on this. Yeah, we'll say our goodbyes. We'll see you next week. And you'll be hearing this on Inauguration Day. So happy Biden. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Adios. I went back to the desert. Little Midwest in me. And now I'm colder than I used to be. Live in a fortress, the shape of my body, and now there's a coldness, and it's shaped like me. And now I don't suffer any more bullshit gladly, even though everything's bullshit now. Here in 2019 And you can bet it's gonna be a bunch of bullshit too Out in sweet 2020 Or whenever This album's released to the desert with a skull full of teeth but now I'm quieter than I thought I'd be came back to the desert and the desert came into me and now there's a quietness and it's death Solitude for the stoic Solitude for the stoic Mirth for the merry Mirth for the merry A quiet room for the overwhelmed Arcades for the ADHD Health for the sickly A big day for Grimly Good luck everybody Good luck everybody Good luck everybody. Good luck everybody.